Welcome back to the Afrobeat Woman Podcast. My name is Sheila Kamisri. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me here on Hey Let's Talk. Today I'm talking about philanthropy with Diana Nanteza. And so yes, as usual, on time, don't get it twisted. So I am just waiting for Miss Diana to join so we can get started. Hey, okay. So I think I'm gonna wait for your request. Hi everyone, thanks for joining on time. I love it. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's go. Yes, I can see you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? That's good. Great minds think alike. Okay, black. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You look good. Move this slightly. Can you see me? Yes, I can see you. Yeah, they they changed um, the Instagram. Yeah. Do Do you prefer it like this? I don't mind. Yeah, it's good. You're fine. Okay. Cool. Hi. Yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I've got my tea. That's good. Oh, man. I missed it. I don't have my tea. So, actually, <laughs> is, before we get started, your hair looks... Is that a Z-Tape? No, this is my natural hair. No way. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is it looks Azite so good. Azite has helped me, you know, grow my hair like uh. wigs. Wigs are amazing, guys. Like mm-hmm. I, they I are. I put my hair away and I take it out when I'm ready. And yeah. okay, I love it. It looks really good. Thank you. Do you have so, any like that? I, I, I really love, like I love that. your lipstick. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, before we get started, um, thank you everyone for joining. This is Diana Nanteza. And um, she's going to be breaking down her philanthropy work with Azite Hair and Azite Love, the organization, a nonprofit. And basically, before we get started, I want to know which one started first. Was it the Azite Hair or the Azite Love organization? Okay, so the first one that I started was Azite Hair. And um, one one moment, please. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm on live. Sorry, one moment, please. You're good, you're good. Hi, everyone else. Thanks for joining us. I love that you're on time. (laughs) I know, this is what happens when things are live, you know? I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. Um, No, you're good. Okay, no, so the first thing... (laughs) The first thing that started... um, was Azite Hair, so that's the hair company um, that I have, where we specialize in wigs, uh, customized wigs, and we ship them worldwide. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's the first thing that started. That's my that's my first baby. Okay. And what made you decide to actually have it uh, made into a social enterprise? Um, 
what it is is I've never wanted to have a business that is just you know just just a business I yeah. wanted to do and create something that's actually given back and something that I know is you know helping someone in some way and as you know the beauty industry can be quite vain and oh, yeah. uh, very superficial and I just didn't want that I didn't I, I understood that I wanted something that definitely means something um, and I'm very much about giving back and loving people I'm very much about you know being the source of hope for people um, mm -hmm. that, that pretty much is what drives me so I wanted to create something that I know can do that and and yeah. that's when we actually can I just add that I don't work alone I've got my main yeah. sister Angela who works with me in the business um but she's she has another job as well so I mainly do the, the interviewing and all the pictures and the, the glam stuff you know yeah I understand <laughs> but, um, but yeah that's that's basically how Azita Love started it started yeah. From beginning, I wanted to create something that is going to give back. Okay. Well, as you know, um, being African, being Ugandan, um, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know of the um, the philanthropic world. It's also it's I, I I've always hated the marketing growing up because they paint such an ugly picture, and which it is, you know, to be fair. But I really like the way you paint the picture, but with dignity and respect, you know, because I always, I always, I'm just so heartbroken when especially our people, they don't really do that. They probably, their hearts are in the right place, but they don't really like, just have, let people have like dignity and respect and so forth. So with Azite Love, I know you also provide small business loans, you mentor, you provide books, and you provide a lot of things um, in, a, in a dignified way to people that need it. So talk to me about, because it is international what you're doing, your day-to-day -day process internationally before we get to when you're actually in Uganda. Okay, so day-to-day -day, what normally happens is um, as I mentioned, the business Azite Love. So we are a wig specialist company. But the great thing about it is a percentage of each sale, um, each, each wig sold goes towards the Azite Love non-profit organization. And I say non-profit because we're not a charity. We are completely non-profit. We do not gain or anything um, or gain any funding or anything from the charity. Everything that we literally make um, goes towards helping the people in Uganda. Um, so, so the process would be uh, once someone orders away from the business, a percentage of the sale goes towards shipping the products that we collect um, from customers, from family members. Uh, we have people that donate books, uh, people that donate clothes, uh, they donate, what else do they donate? Books, clothes, and toys. 
Um, and we basically use that money made from the business to ship the products and the clothes and so on um, to Uganda because shipping is so expensive and that's that's one thing that kind of holds us back. Sometimes mm -hmm. we want to send a lot more, um, but the shipping process is basically the hardest part. Mm -hmm. But thanks to the customers that buy our wigs, we're able to actually take those items and send them to, to Uganda. And also um, with that money, we're also able to uh, fund women in Uganda with startup loans. And um, also we do have a number of mentees, um, which are women, young women in Uganda uh, that we help monthly. We mm. do competitions with them. They are on our WhatsApp. We have yeah. a WhatsApp group where we connect with them and have really honest conversations and celebrate them as individuals as well. Yes. Um, so that's basically like, it's, it's a lot but it all yeah. kind of ties in together and it's based on love um that's why we, we called it azite love because it's literally what we're doing is just we're loving people and and we believe in just loving and and um as you said there's always a negative concept when it comes to charities because it's always a a case of oh, let's help them. And, you know, we feel so sorry for them. And that's, that's not the case with us. We see ourselves in them and we see that they, all they need, they're talented, they're gifted, they're optimistic. Um, they've got amazing business ideas and all they need is assistance. All they need is collaboration. All they need is to be seen. And that's what we want to provide for them. Okay, and I believe that's what you've been doing. You've said a lot. Like, I don't even know where to I'm start. Sorry, but... I'm sorry, I can go on because I'm so passionate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, the one thing that really stood out to me when I first heard about Azite Love and Azite Hair is the fact that, for me anyway, I strongly believe Charity Begins at Home. And for you doing what you're doing and it growing as much as it has, Tell me um, how long you've been doing it and what is the one thing that you feel like keeps the, the organization part of it going? Oh, okay. So um, the actual Azite Love has been, we've been doing it since uh, 2019. Mm -hmm. um, our first event actually was held in 2020 so that was our first ever event in Uganda and it went amazing we collaborated yeah. with 92 hands um that is with what hands. so Levickson um the artist in Uganda mm -hmm. who's a gospel artist amazing amazing yeah. gospel artist and we collaborated with him and he has a non-profit also a social enterprise um for women and so many things under the umbrella that he has um and we decided to do something together and just collaborate on an event and so in 2020 before corona right yeah um and it's so funny when it happened because it happened in january um and and literally by march we were in lockdown can you imagine so yeah um, 
the event was amazing. I I was honestly so blessed to have met him because he was in London for such a short time and we connected and he gave us an opportunity to to have our first event in Uganda, which was amazing. But mm. um, what drives us, I would say, is God. I am a believer. Um, I grew up as a Christian. Um, and I really believe in just being the light that you want to see in mm -hmm. others, you know, and just being an example of, you know, what is expected of us from God. Um, and that's what drives me, that my purpose is basically to touch as many people as I can with the with the gifts that God has given me, I guess. I don't ever want to take anything for granted. Um, and that's basically what drives me. Uh, so yeah, we are very God-fearing in a sense where, whereby we try to involve, you know, our belief system in our business. We pray as a team and whenever we're making decisions, we make sure we, we get together and we, we really connect on that level so that everyone has the same vision and everyone kind of wants, you know, the same outcome. Cause that's, that's what, that's what keeps us grounded, you know, mm. and that's what humbles us. That's what humbles us. So yeah, definitely the love of God has taken us as far as we have. Okay. So what's it been like, with you trying to organize what you were doing at the beginning of lockdown and now that lockdown is somehow shifting do you have any plans for the end of the year lockdown <laughs> yeah lockdown has been crazy it has slowed us down extremely um but we're optimistic um yeah. thank god like honestly it could be so much worse um so Things that we had planned, we had an event that we were going to do, another event, and that got, that got cancelled. Um, but in future, actually, we want to collaborate with people such as yourself and other women in the diaspora. And we want to create like relationships mm -hmm. with build bridging that gap between ugandans who obviously live in uganda and ugandans in the diaspora yeah um, just creating a conversation where we can we can connect and um probably have conversations that may be hard yeah you know uh because i feel like especially speaking to the girls in uganda they want to be seen and they want to be respected they don't want to feel like you know someone's coming to Uganda and looking down on them and most people talk people, about it yeah you know what like I have very honest conversations with them and they say to me Diana like they said Diana we didn't realize you'd be like this and I was like but why yeah and like well people that come from London or they come from abroad they'll come and they don't talk to us they look down at us yeah you know, we can't have conversations with them. And and I thought to myself, okay, there's a conversation that needs to be had here. Mm -hmm. And so that's the kind of narrative I'm trying to go, um, I'm trying to build, uh, mm -hmm. just bridging that gap between, between the Ugandans in the diaspora and our fellow Ugandans and collaborating in business. So imagine mm -hmm. now I am in the hair industry, 
I would love to train more Ugandan women um, or men in how to do hair and how to start a business, you know, yeah. um, and so forth. And, and different people in different sectors can connect. And that's how we bridge that gap. That's how we have those conversations and creating relationships, friendships, yeah. rather than the whole charity, you know, charity thing. Yeah, I, I know. I totally agree. And I'm definitely down whenever, whatever you need, let me know. Because what you're doing, honestly, it's not easy. Um, anyone would love to do it. Not anyone, but you never know where people's hearts are at, especially when it comes to charity. And so, as you mentioned before, I'm just really glad that, you know, charity begins at home and you're doing just that. And you're doing a phenomenal job. So definitely whatever you need, just let me know. So let's get to the advocacy, advocacy part. Um, you, you had an event in the beginning. Of course, lockdown is have, it's making it very hard. So what are some of the ways, like two or three ways, that you've been able to keep in contact with some of the contacts that you made, for instance, in your first event? Sorry, could you, could you ask the question again, please? It went a bit so, funny. Okay, so like um, you had your first event mm -hmm. and you're, you're planning to have the second event and I know it's, gonna, it's difficult, especially you being international, right? Yeah. So I want to know what are some of the ways that you have been able to keep in touch, keep people um, you know, up to date with some of the things that you do so that they can continue to contribute to what you're doing. Uh, that's a great question. Um, of course, you know, what has been happening is everyone's going through their own journeys at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm finding that after life after Corona, we have never experienced anything like that before. So yeah. we're yet to kind of see, you know, what happens after. But what I'm finding is spaces like Clubhouse, um, have been amazing when it comes to networking. I've met such amazing really? humans on there. Especially really? Like, oh, Ugandans on Clubhouse, um, even uh, other Pan-Africans. Okay. Um, I absolutely love Clubhouse for that because I think it's just kind of like, especially because we were in lockdown the past literally the past few months in London, we've been in lockdown. And so it was really, really hard to connect with people. Um, but with Clubhouse, it's, it's like, you know, you go on there, you have conversations and you're able to exchange ideas as well. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to meeting up with people that are connected on there. Another thing is just social media in general mm -hmm. has been an amazing tool for me. Um, even, you know, collaborating with the gospel artist Levickson, we mm -hmm. met on Instagram, you know, there's amazing people that I know, Melissa, I know she was on here earlier, um, yeah. and, and there's so many other amazing people, and yeah. what I'll say is, you know, if in terms of, like, where we are now as people, and I know it can get quite hard because we're all facing different challenges, but honestly, like connecting with people on social media has been amazing for me. And being clear about my message also, um, I'm very passionate about what I do. So whenever given the opportunity, I always talk about it. Um, and 
even meeting people such as yourself has been yeah. you know, amazing and imagine you are now living in america i'm in london and yeah. we're thinking about building uganda and this yeah. is what social media does you know true 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 okay that's amazing so um do you have anything else that you want to add i know i've been asking a lot of questions or something that i haven't asked yet well what you've been doing do you know what um it's funny because it's all overwhelming for me sometimes when I think about what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, because there's so much that's asked of someone that wants to do so much. Mm -hmm. But I think having a good team around me has been such an amazing thing. Um, having my sister and really my, my team is like, it's basically my family. It's my sister, it's my brother, my sister-in-law. My mum helps out sometimes. Um, and I know it's really challenging for those people that do want to do things back home because they may not have the people that they trust around them. Yeah. And so I thank God that that's not my challenge. But I do think that connecting with the right people helps. So um, if you... Uh, or anyone on here wants to connect to me and just basically find out, you know, how they can connect with more people in Uganda. I'll be happy to help because I know how challenging it can be. And I'm also kind of like learning to to put myself out there because when I don't know when you have a dream, sometimes it's so overwhelming. Yeah. And sometimes I sit and I'm just like, Lord, what is it you're showing me? Because this is too much for one person to do. Exactly. I don't know if you feel like that yeah. too sometimes. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, this is too much for me to handle. But yeah. then he'll connect you to the right people. And it's like, for the right people to see you, you have to be out there. You have to show mm -hmm. people what, what it is you're doing. Like, mm -hmm. exactly what you're doing right now, you know? It's it's stepping out of your comfort zone I would say so um that's something that I can maybe pass on to someone who's interested in stepping out of their comfort zone just go for it and mm. you will attract the right people you just have to put out the right energy you know mm. okay that's interesting thank you for sharing that because it's true it is really hard to put yourself out there especially if you haven't been using social media in for business and it's been like a personal thing. Um, I know me, I know it's been hard for me as well, just even with what I do. I'm just like, should I do this? Should I put this? I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to put it out. Um, so this brings me to my next point. Um, you mentioned that, you know, it's hard for the people that are getting the help from you, the Ugandans, to like connect with people because this is social media, but that is the real life that they live every day. And for you to go out of your way and make it your business <laughs> to make sure that they get their, you know, basic needs and sometimes go above and beyond in terms of like contributing um, for a small business and so forth. You, you use uh, WhatsApp to communicate with them? You WhatsApp. Back yeah. home? Yes, WhatsApp. Okay, and your mentorship. We spoke about this offline a couple of days ago. What is, um, what are like some of the, what do you look for for a mentor to mentor your girls? Because you have a group of girls that you mentor. What are like some of the outlines that you, you need for someone to have to be able to mentor your girls? Uh, the first thing like I look at 
or I look for um, when I'm searching for a mentor is just someone who wants to give back. Someone that's yearning to share the knowledge that they've learned in whatever business that they're doing, whatever sector it is, whether it's the, biz, uh, whether it's the beauty industry or finance or you know health and social care, whatever it is, I just need to hear that there's passion in wanting to share. And that is for me, you know, gold, <laughs> gold dust, especially in this time where people are so kind of like trying to, you know, protect their ideas and no one wants anyone to know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I always believe there's more than enough money for everyone to make money out here. You know, mm -hmm. we can actually make more money if we do it together. And if I see a team of people, if I see a group of people that are willing to share their ideas, that's a winning team for me because there's power in numbers. Yeah. And so like when I search for a mentor for my girls and right now, actually, uh, Corona slowed us down. We're in a, a process of building a website where a mentor um, we select a girl that's best for them. We connect them and they're able to fund, you know, whatever project that the, the girl's working on. Mm -hmm. And so in that way, they're able to correspond and have a relationship and, and they receive, you'd receive, say if you're the men mentor, you'd receive um, reviews and you, you, they'll check in and let you know, you know, this is what's going on. You're able to check the account and see what's happening and see what they're yeah. using the money for and see how much they've made um, in whatever business that they have. So there's a level of transparency that's there. And wow. that's the kind of narrative I'm trying to push is the transparency because people are scared to invest in people yeah. back home because they don't mm. know whether their money is going to be, you know, put to use to do yeah. what the person said they do. But yeah. if there's that transparency and you can see exactly what that person is doing and, you know, we're able to kind of like create those those relationships that's mm -hmm. basically the goal so someone that's just willing to share their ideas someone who's passionate about helping people and mm -hmm. building africa as a whole because this is a concept that we want to start doing in uganda but hopefully move on to other african countries and do the same thing there nice so how long has this been going on again for the azite love 20 2019 2019 so of course we don't count 2020 yeah um, we're into 2021 hopefully it gets better by the end of the year i'm i'm really hoping i'm i do you know what i'm really hoping that um i because the thing is I've, I've met so many amazing people within this this time period of mm -hmm. 2020 and 2021 within lockdown i've connected with so many people online that i just can't wait to meet everyone yeah. and just share ideas and and i know it's going to grow because i believe in it and i, I believe in people so yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely gonna get definitely better. include me whatever you need i'm down um so have you met any ugandans you mentioned clubhouse in clubhouse that are like on the ground and ready to do or help out with what you're talking about i have i have um well, what it is, is, of course, right now, I haven't really met all of them in real yeah. life. <laughs> um, but 
but there's conversations that we've definitely had yes. and of course I'm willing to help them in what in their projects as well but I am collaborating with a few people right now mm -hmm. um shout out to Rachel and and Jan um and so many other ethos as well has an amazing website um, yeah. business uh, media company sorry um, and just like amazing people like such as yourself as well um yeah so i'm really looking forward to connecting like in okay. real life because it's just yeah. been so crazy but okay. yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that and i think i think what's really good right now is like we're having these conversations mm -hmm. um and i don't know about you but i i didn't see this before i never really connected mm -hmm. with yeah. that on such a big scale before um, yeah, and, and it's amazing because before it was just a case of like it was my family and maybe a few other family friends and so on. Like, I've just never really had so many, you know, Ugandans connecting this way. So it's an amazing thing to see. Yeah, well, for me, I wouldn't say if it's, it's because of Corona, I would say it's unfortunately because of the events when we met on um well i was gonna say but i didn't want to go there <laughs> i'm not going there either but no. um <laughs> not that one we'll just be yeah there. but um i'm glad that it happened either way because then i got to you know meet and then continue you just make it a positive impact from you know that situation make it a positive thing Right, so that's why I was, you know, asking about Uganda, and so I'm really excited. Everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah, I'm really excited to have been connecting with you, and then also others that I met on there. Um, so I'm really excited to see what you have coming up. Um, personally, I'm also working on a few things. I'm not so that's sure. That's what I was going to say. I want to yeah. about you. <laughs> yes, I'm not so sure if I'll do anything in Uganda anytime soon, only because I haven't yet um, made the, the connections that I did need to make. And you did tell me about um, the same uh, gospel singer in Uganda. Levitson, yeah. Levitson. You told me about him, so I'm yet to reach out to him. And as soon as possible, definitely I'll reach out to him. Definitely connect to him. He's when are you going? What he's doing. Mm -hmm. When are you going to Uganda? Amazing. When are so you doing? When are you going to Uganda? Do you know what it is? Um, mm -hmm. I'm thinking September. I okay. know it's a while away, but I've got so much to do here. Um, but most probably September, maybe November, September. Okay. Oh, I'm hoping to go for Christmas. So we'll see. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I've got a lot to do here, which I, I wish I could go earlier. I've seen people yeah. go, like, I, I yeah. people are there now. Yeah. Um, but I'm waiting for things to kind of calm down politically. Um, and yeah, and probably go September. Yeah, um, I'm thinking of the same thing around that time, definitely. Yeah. Year. So it's, it's, it's not that far. It seems like it's far, but it's actually not that far. It's not. These months are no. flying. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> so especially with what we're doing, we do need enough time to like plan everything. And um, if you don't mind me asking, are you going to be doing the same event that you did in 2019? And what was, what, mm -hmm, what was the breakdown of that event? So this event that we're, we're, we're thinking of doing, um, 
it's gonna be a lot more kind of based on um it's gonna be like a business seminar so it's gonna be pretty much focused on business we're gonna get entrepreneurs you know on the panel we're gonna get um um we're gonna get social like uh what do you call um we're gonna get Uh, influencers influencers yes um (laughs) influencers on the panel and um yeah just get a conversation going about because the career paths are changing now you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people are really wanting to do a lot more things Mm -hmm. um people want to be influencers Mm -hmm. people want to start their own businesses they want to get into the beauty industry and all these different things and farming as well Mm -hmm. um so i want to just uh create something whereby you know people leave with something i want them to leave with knowledge um and i want to also use it as an opportunity to connect a few mentors to the ladies as well so i am hoping that you know i'm i'm hoping i can get a few people um such as yourself to come on board i love Um, it yeah yeah and and just and just kind of like just connect on that level Mm-hmm. Um, because I I feel like sometimes the gap between us and them it, it just shouldn't be there. It should just be we are Ugandans. That's it. Point blank. Period. You know. That's it. That's it. So when we speak to them, although we yeah. don't have the Ugandan accent, and maybe we speak a bit broken yeah. Uganda, yeah. because yeah. we're not around them and we don't we don't connect with them. Yeah. Of course, there's always going to be that kind of like, you know that. They're, they're kind of like okay so are you guys for us you know but <laughs> yeah <laughs> go there and have these conversations and just connect and i think they'll be more open to us helping in some way oh my gosh you just i don't know you said a lot that honestly a lot of people don't get don't say or they feel uncomfortable saying because they're guilty honestly um that gap i don't it's like an unspoken gap unspoken that is so annoying to me so even i find it when i try and reach out to people um it's always a thing of like you know what's the motive of course there's a motive but the intention is good right, right. so don't come at me any other type of way so I mean, yeah. I to calm down but that's like <laughs> the issue that i go go through all the time and it's just like um there's also it's okay there's us then there's the other layer of like um, very successful entrepreneurs that are like, oh, maybe this is too low for me. It's like, what you mean? <laughs> it gets me so mad. It gets it's me crazy. so mad. And, and, and we're all trying to make it in this life. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what it is, is, people are just scared for someone else to come along and maybe like be better than them or take their ideas yeah. or something like that. But there's enough for everyone to win. There's mm-hmm. enough for everyone to eat. Like, I can't stress that enough. I don't know if you know Zuri Hair. Yeah. Yeah, Zuri Hair. She is an amazing woman doing yeah. great things yeah. in Uganda. You know, her hair company is amazing. She has, I think, one in Rwanda. Uh, oh. Congo, sorry. Yeah. Um, and we're in the same industry. But uh-huh. I can meet with her 
and I can say, hey, I'm in Uganda. Let's catch up. Let's meet up. Let's let's you know let's let's uh, connect. Yeah. And there's no way, and I feel no way because there's nothing to lose. We are mm -hmm. in the same hair industry, right? Mm -hmm. But there's something that she can do that I can't, and there's something mm -hmm. that I can do that she can't, and we can just exist, right, without hating on each other. And I think that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. So that's the kind of like vibe I'm trying to take to Uganda, you know? Yeah. The whole thing of like, oh, it's just me and I wanna make it. Let's all make it together. Let's all make money. Exactly. All right, so we have covered a lot in terms of like social enterprise and what you're actually doing. Talk to me about the hair. Um, you said it's custom made. So for instance, if I wanted one exactly because I do, exactly like what you have on mm -hmm. what i do do i just tell you the type and then you make it i give you my measurements so there's two ways so you can go on the website and mm -hmm. um, go on the website and you go to the shop section and you'll see all the ways that we have and you can literally just measure your head and we make them custom made literally to fit your head and we ship them to you right and when we do send them to you, if you want the lace cut or you want it styled, so when it, when you receive it, all you have to do is just put it on your head. We can do that for you as well, right? Okay. But there's another way whereby you may see a style that's not available on the website. You send us an email and say, hey, guys, could you maybe make something like this for me? And we match it. We literally match whatever hairstyle, depending, of course, if we have, you know, the color and so on and so forth but we mm -hmm. normally are able to match as long as it's just a simple style we don't do green or blue or yellow wigs or yeah. anything like that because we focus on actually you know creating like a natural you know natural look yeah uh, we're all about natural looking styles natural looking colors you know very earthy colors mm -hmm. um so yeah what, that's what you do you'd send us an email and say hey i'm interested in making something like this it's not available on your site and we can literally match it and make it for you so i haven't i've seen that but i haven't checked for instance if i wanted exactly that how much it would cost do you feel comfortable sharing how much that oh, would cost yeah. so something like this uh -huh. um you're no longer like to my back a little bit longer yeah. A little bit longer than this? Yeah. Okay, so how long? Like to my like, waist. Like here? No, like um uh, sixteen inch. Like a sixteen inch. Okay, yeah. so you're looking at about three hundred and fifty pounds. That's what in dollars. That's like what, four hundred dollars. Okay, in dollars that's about four let's just put an extra hundred, like so it's like four hundred and fifty pounds. Four fifty. Um dollars. dollars. But bear in mind, bear in mm -hmm. mind, there's some of the wigs that I've had for like four years. Yeah. Right? That's the good Remember, yeah. our hair is not just, you know, any hair. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. raw virgin hair. So once okay. you buy it, literally, yeah. you're having it for at least three to four years. Okay. So imagine in that three to four years, how much you're saving because most people want to do their hair maybe every three months or yeah. sometimes people do their hair every month or so yeah so and the good thing about our wigs is that if say you buy a black wig mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and you want to dye it mm -hmm. and try another color you can do that because yeah. it takes on color it takes on mm -hmm. heat you can mm -hmm. manipulate it to whatever you want it's basically like your natural hair you know it's, okay. it's pretty much easy to maintain mm. no tangling and minimal shedding and how long would it take to do that for which one the whole for the process one one? yeah the customization normally takes at least seven to ten days okay. but for black wig um if it's color seven to ten days if it's a black wig then you're looking about five to seven days and nice. worldwide as well so we've okay. got in nigeria customers mm -hmm. in standard customers in australia yeah us all over that's amazing. Do you have a shop in UG or? You don't need a shop though. No, do you know what? I wanted a shop. Do you know what? I'll tell you a secret, yeah. I was, yeah. Gonna, I was gonna open a salon this year in Uganda. I was gonna open a salon this, this year. year? And then what happened? You don't wanna do it? Well, first of all, Corona happened. Yeah. And second of all, the political, um, <laughs> yeah it's just it's just it's just been a lot the political climate for me was off-putting the yeah. whole no internet the whole no internet thing for me was kind of like a red flag it was a complete red flag yeah. um but that's not to say i'm not gonna open a salon in future but i've just put it on hold just for now just but honestly, you know our people. We always want to look good anyway. So it's like... I, I, I tell you what, we're still going to provide a service. Yeah. We're still going to provide a service. People can still order the wigs. And, you know, but we, we're just not going to have a physical salon. Because also, the way technology is moving, it's... If you can have a business that's just based online, you're winning. Yeah. You That's true. But you know, also the problem of shipping, especially to Uganda, I don't know where anywhere else, but where, what address do you put? Do they actually get it? Well, you know? what happens with our customers, they normally use, use their business um, addresses. Okay. So a lot of our you know, customers, some work in banks, some work in, mm. you know, they have a shop or whatever. Okay. So um, a lot of them use, you know, their business address and mm -hmm. we put by DHL or uh, there's a company called Salabed. But the only problem with Salabed is they, you have to have a big quantity like that you're sending. Yeah. Um, so they don't do like small packages. So we normally use DHL when we're send, sending like a small package. And if I'm not mistaken, DHL, oh, I think you can... back home. If you've got someone that's going back home, you just give it to them. Yeah. But also I think DHL, you can have it just shipped to their main office in Kololo, if I'm not mistaken. I have never tried that, but that's a good idea. If I'm not mistaken, I that's think I remember idea. something like that. The only, thing, the only thing that's so messed up about DHL in Uganda is the custom, the custom fee that they charge. Custom fee? Item. So when you go to pick up your item in Uganda, they'll charge yeah. you an extra fee to clear oh. it. Oh my gosh. And that can, be like, that can even be more expensive than the item itself. So I've heard well, yeah. of like say someone ordering something from Amazon yeah. and then once it once it 
arrives, you're paying like fifty dollars or something to clear it. And those are the things. That's, that's what I hate. The item itself. That's what I hate about that. Um, that's why I was asking if you have like a salon or a business there, or maybe you can even have some of the hair in some of the salons, like one of like the biggest salons. That's a wholesale service. Oh, okay. See, that's something that we, in 2014, I actually had the idea of supplying salons in Uganda. But yeah. by that time, the market was not yet ready for Brazilian hair, as it was called those days. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah. yeah and I was just like, mate, you don't understand what this is. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't be asking me this. Yeah. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. And I was just like, <laughs> you guys are not ready. I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. Back. So about three years later, I went back and I started looking at the market. And obviously, everyone was quite familiar with Brazilian hair and whatever. I don't believe in the whole Brazilian hair thing, but anyway. Yeah. Everyone was pretty much sold in the whole Brazilian hair thing. The only problem now was the fact that China was supplying and most people were getting their hair from China, which means it made my hair look expensive. But the quality, mm -hmm. once they went there and then they came to me, they're like, once they came to me, sorry, and then they went there, they'll be like, oh, Diana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good quality, right? And they yeah. are like, why it's more expensive. But without that experience, they just think I'm expensive. And I'm like, yeah. I can't keep having this conversation with you. So what I decided if wherever you're based in the world, you have to order from our London, um, our London base. Okay. We're not going to be keeping pieces there because it's also very hard to trust people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know um so that's that's what we're doing for now for now we're just just basically just accepting orders from all around the world mm -hmm. and we're sitting them from london and it's just easier that way but in future yeah i would love to have uh, maybe not a salon per se but i'd love to mm -hmm. have like a studio where they can get a whole experience when they when they come into the salon, they get their hair done, they get a massage, they get everything that comes with it, you know? Yeah. So a quick one. Do you do wholesale where somebody can buy it from you wholesale price? Uh, and then they can sell it? That's something that I used to do. Um, okay. We used to do that, but we stopped um, because we're not ready for for wholesale um especially we were going to pick it up 2020 yeah. and then of course corona happened and um mm. shipping has been crazy um yeah. so i think it's something that we're probably going to look into doing probably next year okay. we're looking to providing wholesale for for salons and so forth okay. um i do do training um okay. i don't advertise it a lot I do okay. training, so I do wig training, I do colour mm -hmm. training, mm -hmm. um, but that's again something that I haven't advertised because I've got such a busy life. Yeah. I've just completed studying at university, I completed um, my business management uh, degree. Congrats! So Congratulations! Congratulations. <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> so yeah, that held me back, but of course these are all things that are in the pipeline um mm -hmm. but of course like 
Corona kind of slowed down a few things, but yeah, that's something I definitely want to do. What do you wear wigs or like do you I wear wigs? I haven't in a long time, only because I was just tired. Um, I used to like. I like the custom aspect. I like the human hair and everything, but I didn't find it. I can definitely find it here, but I wanted to support East Africans. I want to support small businesses, things like that. So um, definitely, that's what I'm saying. I'm definitely gonna, you know, be getting into. As well, you know, I'm gonna give you a discount, girl. So Ooh, yes, I love it. You know, so yeah. Hot, what would so, you suggest? Think, what would you? What hairstyle would you suggest? Sorry, sorry, go on. What hairstyle would you suggest that I get? I, I was about to say, I think mm. you suit Charlie hair. Okay. Like something similar to my hair, but yeah. looser. Okay. Kind of like maybe like you know that this type of curl like Lisa. Yeah. Long. Ooh, that's what I want too. <laughs> yeah. And then you can yeah. do the whole like big hair, like kind mm -hmm. of like, to the side, like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of that girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm definitely gonna get that. So is your hair natural or yeah, it's natural. I've been natural for years now. Mm. I don't see the point in relaxing my hair if I'm always going to be wearing wigs. Yeah. So all I do is just wear my wigs, treat my hair underneath, take it out, enjoy yeah. it for a bit, put it back in. Mm. <laughs> and that's basically how I've managed to grow my hair. My hair, literally, I did my uh, big chop in 2017. Was it 2017? Mm. And it's it's grown like compared to how it was before. It looks healthy because of wigs. But I don't just wear wigs. I take yeah. them off, treat my hair underneath, I steam it, put the wig back on. But I do leave it out for a few months. I try to like leave it out for at least like a month, and then put it back in in the summer because it's mm -hmm. warmer. In the in the winter. Of course. Wig of course. <laughs> it's so it's like so convenient. Yeah. After here I'm getting my wig, just like you said, the big curl, like you said, long big 16 curl. Yes. What would that be called? What style is that? Just um that would be we've got one called the curly Carolina. Okay. Curly Carolina. I'll definitely and get that. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> And you'd be able to you'd be able to do that whole like kind of like you know tropical look with like yeah. colors and you know mm -hmm. yeah all of that all of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me here. I'm glad we talked about everything concerning philanthropy, um, hair, and how you organize everything and how you actually help and essentially connect with people that need or want to um, need help you know, basic needs and things like that with your social enterprise, um, Azita Love Hair. So thank you so much. I definitely am an advocate of Charity Begins at Home, and I love that you're doing this. And um, you give people uh, dignity as well as uh, doing what you do, you know, um, with showcasing the, the, the needs that they have and also letting the public know, look, look, this is what's happening. You can help here by this and this. And so, actually, um, you don't actually you don't even advertise your um, 
what is it called? You don't advertise your uh, the link to 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 contribute either. Yeah, you don't do that. I had to no. I had to wait months before, and then I was able to contribute. What is that? Do you know called? what? Do you know what? It's good that you made that point because we need to we need to bring it more, you know, to the surface of yeah. my brand and who I am. But yeah. it's so difficult to do because I, I, I am a brand and then I, I do, you know, a little, like, you know, I do, um, I work with other brands as well. So mm -hmm. <sighs> it's, it's just difficult having everything under one profile. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really, really hard. But I'll tell you this, it makes you who you are. Like, there's not other people that are doing that. Other people are just that like influencing mm. other brands but you it's not like you started yesterday it's been a couple of years that you had azite yes. here and azite love and it's for a good cause it's not like you're on doing anything else you know yeah so when I, um, do, when I do my influencing it's it's kind of like it kind of takes over my page yeah so find it's finding that balance and and what i think i'll do is just make sure to have the link in my bio yeah and i am going to speak about it a lot more yeah because i i want people to i want people to know that you know when we talk about health helping africa it's just it's not a myth it's something that we can do we can actually do it like it's not something that's in the future it's not something yeah. you can do once you're established yeah a little goes a long way so i, I yeah. i'm gonna do that i'm gonna i'm gonna have it in my bio right there yeah Bam. yeah <laughs> And you can, and you will. And I'm so glad that you're doing it. And I'm so Thank honored you. that you didn't even take the time to speak to me about it. Thank and you so much. I can, I'll continue to contribute in any way that I can. So till next time, um, yeah, thanks for joining me here on Playlist Talk Philanthropy. Yes, of course. All right, thanks everyone for joining us. Till next time. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. I hope you've been inspired to.